0: on everybody how you doing? Welcome back to another brand new episode of the politics and punk rock podcast. I am Andrew for America And people <laughs> uh, the news the news is crazy. The news is crazy. I've never seen such comedic theater since uh the age of shakespeare it is insulting (laughs) it it is the the news media the mainstream news media insults my intelligence it disrespects me and that's why i hold it in such contempt, I guess. It's a fucking joke. I heard some lady in a restaurant the other day refer to Vladimir Zelensky as a rock star. She said, oh, we love him. He's a rock star. He's a rock star, people. The media darling of the hour. All publicity stunts and photo uh, ops, photo shoots and all <laughs> I mean I don't I, I don't know how else to logically deliver information on this topic to people. there is so much evidence that points to the fact that That the news media is basically sensationalized entertainment that lives and dies by shareholders and revenues like any other business. It has to make money. And if the truth isn't making any money because the ratings are too low, they're going to have to spruce it up a little bit, right? What do you think... You are being told by your mainstream media news outlets. Lies or truth? Fantasy or reality? I would make the argument that the lines are quite blurred. A lot of lines are getting blurred these days, aren't they? And that... My fellow Americans, is by design. You guys know that by now. You've been listening to my show. You know that. The blurring of the lines of what's moral or what's decent, what's good, what's bad, what's evil, what's legal. Who gets to make the decisions? Who are the people that hold the power over the making of certain decisions? These are the things we all need to start thinking about. If we're going to be serious about politics. If we're going to be serious about changing this country for the better. If we're going to be serious about making decisions with the best intentions of the world. Whole in mind. And not just the new bourgeoisie aristocrat decision makers at the top. Do I really think that power and control is ever going to be relinquished and distributed to the people? No. Nor would I ever want it to be. And the reason why is because not everybody is capable and able to do the same things as others. I'm sorry. I believe in equality, but people, individuals are not equal. Some are bigger, some are smaller. Some are taller, some are shorter. Some are fatter, some are thinner. Some are men, some are women. Some are five times stronger than you and can squash you like a bug. Some of them are ten times smarter than you and have you figured out after talking to you for five minutes. Some people are just better at certain things than you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think the alternative media is going to start delivering much more um, valuable information, news stories, reality research topics. I've been over it. I keep hammering this home because it's just gross. I, I heard ABC News Today people this this guy's like, oh, they flew a plane over uh, the capital for a sporting event. Nobody called uh, the capital to let them know, so oh, they thought that they might be under attack and they scrambled the the planes to go, you know, whatever. And Nancy Pelosi gets on the thing and says, "This is just a miscarriage of justice. You need to let us know. Uh, you know, we're still uh, dealing with the, uh, you know, the the." Uh, the trauma and just the, the, the turmoil that we felt during the January 6th uh, Capitol riots were still reeling from the horror of that day. <laughs> They're still fucking talking about this shit in the news. Still. And people still believe that Nonsense. It's a fucking joke. If you think, if you are an adult, engaged, connected, rational thinking person living in the United States of America, or really anywhere in the world, for that matter, these days, and if you've honestly looked at all evidence and all happenings, everything that occurred was talked about before, during, and after the Capitol riots quote-unquote, the insurrection, quote-unquote, if you've taken an honest look at all of it and you still conclude that it was one of the worst events in American history and it should be used to demonize the right and any Trump person from now until the end of time, you are not being intellectually honest. I'm sorry. You're just not. You're playing partisan politics. You're a partisan puppet, useful, idiot, moron, naive, gullible, dipshit, American. I'm sorry. That's just the fucking reality. <laughs> and you know what? I know I'm not making a lot of friends here on my show. I know. I know I got some enemies out there. I know there's some people that aren't in love with the things that I say. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to like me. I don't expect nor do I care to need to or want to be liked. I'm not trying to be liked on my show. That's not why I'm doing this show. I'm not doing this show to make friends and influence people. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to uh, maybe be... The voice of reason, maybe that you never had. The the teacher, the mentor, the instructor, that got you excited and interested in a topic. Because this person exuded uh, passion, and uh, maybe they have a penchant for the dramatic. I can be a bit dramatic, obviously. That's why I'm good at what I do. I'm, you know, I'm I'm comfortable and confident in my thoughts. And I've learned a lot from my life experiences and my years and years of research in college and outside of college. And I have the courage to say what I really mean, to, to try to explain to people what I really think. And I'm trying to encourage all of you to do the same. And speaking of courage, you know, I know that the left-right thing, we're not going to agree all the time. But just like it's easy to fall victim to the media propaganda and start believing that as if it's a reality, you can also kind of fall into those traps within your own uh, chosen, professed party mentality, right? You can start, you know, even someone who's aware of the left-right divide and conquer paradigm, the system of control, the, the you know, the holding pattern for argument and for your mind that it's intended, that the whole two party system is intended for, in my opinion. Maybe it didn't start that way, but boy, it's finishing that way, that's for damn sure. You can fall into those traps, people. You can start thinking in that dichotomous, I'm more right than left, so I'm going to start crafting all of my arguments in a way without really thinking about it. I heard someone else uh, that is a like-minded person such as myself say something that sounded good and it was something that I uh, think I would agree with, but you didn't really read the piece yet or you really don't have the full understanding it's easy to fall into those traps and then you kick you know you, you uh, put your foot in your mouth and then you have to go retract and then you have to go say oh I made a mistake which is fine I make mistakes. beginning of this podcast I made a bunch of mistakes and I corrected all of them. Nobody's perfect people we're all just trying to figure it out. you got to let people make mistakes. You can't learn you can't grow without making mistakes. You got to stop destroying each other. You got to stop doing this left-right fighting bullshit. It's part of the plan. It's working. Their plan is working on you, me, all of us. We got to remain aware of it. That's why I continue to talk about this and hammer it home with some repetition here on my show because it's easy to forget in a world where nobody but people like me are telling you this stuff. Oh, God, I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of work to do. Speaking of courage, people, oh, I got a news story. Just came across my desk. <laughs> and this news story is from The Daily Wire. And if you don't know what The Daily Wire is or you're not familiar with it, I just want to read how they end uh, their news stories that they post. The Daily Wire is one of America's fastest-growing conservative media companies for breaking news, investigative reporting, sports, podcasts, in-depth analysis, books, and entertainment for a reason. Hear that? Hear that? Entertainment for a reason. And they state the reason. The reason, and this is their slant. This is their bias. This is how they frame their stories, okay? Growing conservative media company for breaking news, investigative reporting, sports podcasts, in-depth analysis, books, and entertainment for a reason. And what is that reason? Because we believe in what we do. We believe in our country, in the value of truth... And the freedom to speak it, and in the right to challenge tyranny wherever we see it. And if you believe the same, become a member now and join our mission. Okay? Now couple things, couple thoughts that I want to bring up from that before I get into the story that I'm going to read to you from the Daily Wire that I really liked and I felt it newsworthy enough to share on my show. But just think about that. Let me ask you Democrat left-wingers out there, after listening to me read this, if I were to take the word conservative out and put liberal, let me let me reread these exact words verbatim. And I I know that a lot of you left-wingers out there, as soon as you heard the word conservative, you immediately data-dumped every single word I said that followed the word conservative. So my question to you is, how, how can you disagree with this statement if you are A, politically aware, B, interested in news, and the truthful, honest reporting of what is happening in this world, how can you disagree with this? Let me read this again. What if this piece said, The Daily Wire is one of America's fastest-growing liberal media companies for breaking news, investigative reporting, sports, podcasts, in-depth analysis, books, and entertainment for a reason. And what's that reason? Because we believe in what we do. What's wrong with believing in what you do? We believe in our country. What's wrong with believing in your country? In the value of truth. What's wrong with believing in the value of truth? And the freedom to speak it. And in the right to challenge tyranny wherever we see it. My answer, My question to any rational thinking adult mature American, connected, aware. What is wrong with anything that was in that statement? Think about it. If you're the type of person that listened to that and immediately dismissed the message because you heard the word conservative, You have a lot of thought work to do. You may possibly have not yet begun your quest. And if you did begin your quest, you're still at novice level. And you need to continue listening to my show because I will show you the way. I will show you the light. Now, Am I a shill for the Daily Wire? Are they paying me to say all this stuff? Absolutely not. I'm not receiving a dime. I just agree with the words that I read. What's wrong with that? Nothing. The answer is nothing. If you really know in your heart of hearts who you are, how you want to be, you know the kind of person you want to be. You know that you want to, you know, do what's right and what's moral and what's just as much as you possibly can. You know that you're a, you know, sinning, uh, mistake-making, fallible creature who isn't perfect and isn't always right. If you know that, then you are that much closer to being able to being truly intellectually honest. And that's my biggest problem with the mainstream media. That's my biggest problem with party partisan politics. You're not intellectually honest. And it's fucking gross, in my humble opinion. All right, let's move on. And let's read this very interesting story from The Daily Wire. And I love this story because this is a perfect illustration of what I mean when I say you have to have courage. You have to be courageous enough to speak your mind. You have to be courageous enough to say what you really think, feel, and believe. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, we need a shitload more of that in this country, my fellow Americans, part of the reason why I'm doing this show, because I want to empower you to be a self-sufficient human being who does not need the help of others to find peace, love, and harmony in your personal life, regardless of all external stimuli, regardless of all gatekeepers of knowledge and systems of control. You can do it. Humans are capable of so much more. And people like me are trying to remind you of that. And the reason why a lot of you forgot is because there are, there is powers that be, a concerted effort to dumb you down Mind control, manipulate, propagandize, and control you. The big club doesn't want to kill you, people. They want to control you. They are doing everything they can every minute of every passing day to figure out a new, more effective way to control you, me, all of us and in my humble opinion that's cause for some concern that's why i'm doing what i'm doing okay i know i'm just i'm i'm in a mood today people i'm going off i'm getting off track and getting off topic let's let's bring it back to center here we go daily wire it's it isn't journalism it's pure intimidation Babylon B CEO torches libs of TikTok expose, then reveals he's offered her a job. Okay, so if you're not aware of what recently happened, uh, here, I'm going to read the story to you. So Babylon B CEO Seth Dillon made it clear Tuesday that he stood with the woman behind the often viral libs of TikTok account and that he believed she would weather the storm brought on by a Washington Post article attacking her and revealing her identity. Since when does the news media attack people is my first question there. Probably not uh, the news media. This article was written by Taylor Lorenz, who, in an ironic twist, broke down during a recent MSNBC interview while complaining about threats and online bullying she claimed had targeted her. So there's another example of left-wing hypocrisy right there. A lot of you are hypocrites. She argued that it was necessary to expose the woman behind libs of TikTok. Okay. Okay my left wing democratic friends out there these are the stories that make the right lose their marbles and feel it, it makes them feel like they can't take you seriously okay i don't want to start playing the the left versus right bullshit because the right has just as much shit that's hypocritical. I know I rip on the left because I feel like some of the beliefs of some of you modern lefties out there are much, 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 much more dangerous than just some typical right-wing, all we want is our, you know, we don't want to be taxed to death. We want to be able to start businesses. We want to be able to uh, believe in God, and we don't want anybody telling us how to live our life. That's basically what a conservative is. (laughs) I mean, sorry, conservatives, but you're really not that hard to figure out. (laughs) But the left, in my opinion, you guys are tough to figure out. You're always changing, constantly moving. (laughs) Uh, So, okay, libs of TikTok has become a powerful cross-platform social media influencer, spreading anti-LGBTQ sentiment and fueling the right-wing media's outrage. Ooh. I wrote about the account, the woman behind it, and why it matters, she tweeted. So this girl, uh, Taylor Lorenz, I guess, Posted on Twitter, same thing. Libs of TikTok has become powerful social, cross-platform social media influencer, anti-LGBTQ, right-wing media, hatchet job, hatchet job. I wrote about the account uh, who's behind it. So she, uh, I think the the uh, nomenclature these days is to dox, dox someone, if I'm getting that right. Uh, I don't know if that's the term, but where you publicly uh blow someone's you know address up and like people make it possible for people to personally attack a specific person if i i don't know if i i might be butchering the shit out of the what the word doxing means but essentially that's what happened okay so this person had a backlash over uh her libs of tiktok page and I don't know if she got fired or what. But anyway, Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee, which, by the way, you guys know about the Babylon Bee. It's not real news. It's a parody site. But I I believe in what they stand for, the ability to flip an argument on its head when it sounds stupid AF and then show it to you so that you can learn, hey, guess what? Your argument is fucking stupid. <laughs> we need more Seth Dillons. We need more Babylon Bees. We need more intelligent people. And less stupid people. Oh boy, I'm having a day. I'm having a day. Uh, But Dylan wasn't buying Lorenz's argument. He pushed back on Twitter thread of his own. And I'm gonna read this thread. Uh, Seth Dylan's thread to her is fire. Uh, the The exposure of libs of TikTok isn't journalism, it's pure intimidation. They're threatened by her effectiveness, so they hope to silence her by making her too afraid to continue. That's their game, people. They're trying to scare you, to make you being afraid to not continue. And why? Because they don't have the courage. They're attacking your courage. And if you bend the knee to this bullshit hatchet job type of attack, you're a coward. You gave up. You gave in. You deserve to be beat. And that's why the left is winning. Because a lot of you don't have the balls or the backbone to stand up and speak out about how you truly think, feel, and believe. They want to raise the cost of doing her work so high that she has no choice but to quit. They're going to come after you. You better have courage. But I think they'll be surprised by her resolve, he continued. She's afraid as anyone would be in these circumstances, duh. But she's also determined to not be bullied, threatened, or harassed into silence. That takes remarkable courage that few people possess. And you know what? I applaud Seth Dillon for knowing and understanding that. Dillon went on to say that he expected to see a lot of people rallying to support her as well, adding that he had worked out a deal with her to to make sure that she could continue her work. I think he offers her a job. I don't know if she got fired, but... If she did get fired, wow. What a world we're living in. Um, I think they'll also be surprised by the support she receives, Dylan continued. I want them to know that she won't be canceled from her job uh, because this is her job now. I've worked out a deal with her that will turn her heroic. Her risk worth, uh, high risk risk work into a career, he said. They may have exposed her, but they'll never they'll never stop her. Long live Libs of TikTok, he concluded. Uh, Breaking Points co-host, Segar Jetty commented on the situation as well, noting that there was a story surrounding Libs of TikTok. It wasn't uh it just wasn't the one that Lorenz had chosen to focus on. There's a real story about how Libs of TikTok, by simply posting videos, became objectively one of the most important conservative activists in the entire country. Taylor Lorenz Lorenz refuses to engage with the actual content, and that's my point. Refusing to engage with content because you put a label on it, you took a shortcut to thinking, you're just as much of a chicken shit coward as the people that you're attacking. Taylor, Lorenz. Lorenz refuses to engage with the actual content, why it resonates, and chooses to try and destroy her instead, he said. That's the whole argument. That is my entire point right there. The woman at the center of the storm appears to be weathering weathering it, as well as Dylan predicted, however. She posted a statement saying that she was holed up in a safe location, words cannot express how appreciative i am of the support i'm receiving right now (laughs) thankfully i'm currently holed up in a safe location i'm confident we will get through this and come out even stronger grateful for all the thoughts and prayers she said okay well that's an appeal to emotion and i think that that might just be a little icing on the cake uh that they're kind of maybe creating their own demand with their argument there who knows And was there any left-wing hatchet job attacks in this piece? This is a conservative, quote-unquote, news site, right? Daily Wire. And all they're talking about in this specific case is how someone was attacked for speaking freely, for exercising their freedom of speech, for being a sovereign individual, independent thinking person, with their own views and opinions. Why does the modern left want to silence contrary views and opinions? It's because they don't have the courage to face the content, to uh, really... Dive in. How how does he say it here? Um, he puts it way better than I am putting it right now. Um, here we go. Taylor Lorenz, and this is what I this is my point about the left. Lefties, my fellow lefty Democrats out there, this is my criticism of you. In a nutshell, you refuse to engage with actual content. You refuse to engage with why some ideas resonate with people that you may disagree with. You don't even let it swirl around your brain. Now, you know, I may come to the wrong conclusion. I may have different morals and values than you. That's fine. But if we're going to live peacefully together, if we're going to coexist, like your bumper stickers love to tell everyone, Coexist, kind of hard to coexist when you're attacking people all the time, don't you think? When are we going to stop being hypocrites? How are you going to coexist peacefully if you don't try to understand your enemy? If you don't try to understand why they think and feel so much differently than you? Do they know something you don't know? Do they have information that you don't have? Have you ever thought about that? And for you right-wingers out there, for you for you conservatives, you can't just point your finger at the left and and I know that you have a, I know that you feel like you have a million reasons to criticize them. You know, the 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 gender gap thing, the the um what's the new thing these days? The transgender, the, the you know, being aware of racial differences you know the whole woke agenda all that stuff I I don't have a personal problem with it my problem is with it is when it's being jammed down my throat when I'm being forced to be exposed to something that's force I don't like force that's what my biggest problem with the woke agenda is and how much is being perpetuated it's like just a big guilt trip it's a religion it's a cult it's another system of control that they are using against all americans all democrats all republicans all centrists libertarian uh whatever's label 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 see we're just living in a world of labels we're just you know labels are there they labels are a system of control people it's a it's a it's a roadblock to thinking and open dialogue. They don't want us to think. They don't want us to associate. They don't want us exercising the rights enshrined in our constitution. They're trying to usurp the constitution so that they can roll out a new order, a new world order. And because of that fact, my fellow Americans... One of my goals on this show. You know, I'm tr- I'm trying to destroy herd mentality. I'm trying to destroy, or maybe not destroy, because I don't know if that's possible, but I'm definitely trying to attack and topple uh, roadblocks to thinking. Labels. I mean... If you really want to go deep, even language is kind of a system of control. That's advanced level stuff, though. We're not getting into that today. But <laughs> language is kind of a system of control, too, in a way. But that's another conversation. Um, you know, my point is, people, honesty, courage. You, you need it. We're, we are going nowhere without honesty and without courage. And that's my point today. The name of the show today is, is entitled Courage. Episode 95. Can't believe I'm five episodes away from 100. Ooh. Don't know what I'm going to talk about. I should probably start thinking about that. Um, man, you know. I really just don't like getting upset about the left-right paradigm and the dichotomous thinking. It's, it just never goes away. <laughs> uh, I don't see a lot of progress being made. Um, I think human nature uh, is more powerful than the good and the right and the moral and the just amongst us. I think that human nature is more powerful. I think that we are far too easy to give up and give in and to want to be victims and to need a pill or a diet or a, you know, a plan, a self-help plan just to feel normal and not suicidal in this new world. I mean, you know, I know some of you, I know a lot of people are totally fine being victims and needing a million methods to cope. I get it. But you know what? Having courage and having intellectual curiosity and intellectual honesty destroys all that shit for me personally. And I just want you to know that. I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm not trying to tell you what to feel and believe. That's up to you. I'm just trying to offer you information. And I'm here to tell you, my fellow Americans, that there are people in this world that don't need a pill. There are people in this world that don't need a remedy. There are people in this world that don't need a helping hand. They don't need a pat on the back. They don't need a participation trophy. They don't need you to tell them how good they are and how good of a job they're doing. They get all that satisfaction from the the inside. They get all of that from being disciplined, educated, honest, courageous, resilient, determined. They have resolve, they aren't easily scared. And manipulated into silence. They don't see themselves as victims. And I strongly suggest, if you're the type of person that lives with the victim mentality, perpetrated by the new woke left... You are a target. You are a sheep easily led to the slaughter. But it's not your fault. It's not your fault. People that are smarter than you, richer than you, more capable than you, and way, way bigger narcissistic, psychopathic assholes than you are colluding and conspiring to make you feel less than, like you're, you're not worth enough, like you always have to compare yourself to others. Don't look inwardly. Look outwardly. Look at everyone around you. Why are they better than you? Why do they have more than you? You should feel up upset. You should feel ashamed. You should feel not good enough, less than, worthless. Here, take this pill. Do you feel worthless and less than? Do you feel like a sad victim all the time? Here's this pill. Here's this self-help plan. Just four easy installments of ninety nine ninety nine, right? Here's this guru. Here's this remedy. Here's this whatever. Here's this news channel. Here's this, you know, preacher pastor. Whatever. I recommend surrounding yourself with books, locking yourself in a room, and reading until you find courage, worth, value, purpose. If you want to know the truth, you got to look inwardly. I'm going to take a break and we will be right back. Right, what's up everybody? Welcome back. Uh, I'm going to keep this segment short and sweet and then we're going to move on to some punk rock because I don't really know how I top my last segment. Uh, that one's going to go down in history. Uh, if I'm going to be remembered for anything that has ever come out of my mouth. It's going to be the last segment. And if it's not, I think it should be. Anyway, let's move on. I got a few more thoughts I want to leave you with before we uh, rock out to some punk rock. There's a page out there called Poetic Outlaws. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you have already noticed. That I post quite a bit from them. I just became a paid subscriber. uh, Because their content is absolute fire. And I think you all should go follow them. But I want to read this. This is from a guy named Henry Miller. On the illusion of freedom. We are accustomed to think of ourselves as an emancipated people. We say that we are democratic, liberty loving, free of prejudices and hatred. This is the melting pot, the seat of a great human experiment. Beautiful words, full of noble, idealistic sentiment. But actually, we are vulgar, pushing mob, I'm sorry, we are a vulgar, pushing mob, whose passions are easily mobilized by demagogues, newspaper men, religious quacks, agitators, and the like. To call this a society of free peoples is blasphemous. What have we to offer the world besides the superabundant loot which we recklessly plunder from the earth under the maniacal delusion that this insane activity represents progress and Enlightenment. (laughs) The land of opportunity has become the land of senseless sweat and struggle. The goal of all our striving has long been forgotten. We no longer wish to succor the oppressed and homeless. There is no room in this great empty land for those who, like our forefathers before us, now seek a place of refuge. Millions of men and women are, or were until very recently, on relief, condemned like guinea pigs to a life of forced idleness. The world, meanwhile, looks to us with a desperation such as it has never known before. Where is the democratic spirit? Where are the leaders? (laughs) As Democrats, Republicans, fascists, communists, etc., We are all on one level. That is one of the reasons why we wage war so beautifully. We defend with our lives the petty principles that divide us. (laughs) This guy is my inner monologue. The common principle which is the establishment of the empire of man on earth. We never lift a finger to defend. Mm, mm, mm. We are frightened of any urge which would lift us out of the muck. We fight only for the status quo, our particular status quo. We battle with heads down and eyes closed. Actually, there never is a status quo except in the minds of political imbeciles. All is In flux. All is in flux. Every minute, every second, people. And those who are on the defensive are fighting phantoms. What is the greatest treason? To question what it is one may be fighting for. My fellow Americans, what are you fighting for? Are you even fighting for anything? Or are you just getting by Staying away from struggle and conflict as much as you can. Living with the victim mentality under the tyranny of convenience. A member of Isaac Asimov's cult of anti-intellectualism. People... What kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be a coward? Or do you want to fight? Do you want to seek truth? Do you want to just roll over and doormat for the new World order, the big club. You want to let the big club roll out their plan right over your face? You just lay down like a doormat and let them walk all over you, don't you? Is that what you want? Is that what you want, my fellow Americans? Is that what we're doing? What are we doing? I'm trying. I'm trying real hard to keep the faith. I really am. But I don't know, people. I don't know. Abraham Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, once said, quote, one can choose to go back towards safety or forward towards growth growth must be chosen again and again and fear must be overcome again and again Boy, do I love that. And I'm going to leave you with this. Actually, I got a couple more things I want to leave you with. Carl Jung, quote, I have frequently seen people become neurotic when they content themselves with inadequate or wrong answers to the questions of life. They seek position, marriage, reputation, outward success of money, and remain unhappy and neurotic, even when they have attained what they are seeking. Such people are usually confined within too narrow a spiritual horizon. Their life has not sufficient content or sufficient meaning. If they are enabled to develop into more spacious personalities, the neurosis generally disappears. <laughs> generally. The sheep spend their whole lives fearing the wolf, only to be eaten by the shepherd. Once you understand this statement, the game changes. And you finally start to understand politics. People, I think it's time we start trying to understand politics. Politics. And uh, here's the one I'm going to leave you with. I'm going to leave you with this. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I recently posted a clip about William Butler Yates on my Politics and Punk Rock podcast Facebook page. And if you aren't following my Facebook page, You probably should, people. That's where I do my best memeing. (laughs) I do a pretty good job on Instagram, too, but my Facebook is really the mother load if you want to get to my sweetest, dankest memes. (laughs) But I recently posted one about William Butler Yeats, and I highly recommend you guys all go take a read of the blurb. It was from the As Above, So Below page. And if you understand what that means, good for you. You're a little bit further along on your quest. Um, William Butler Yeats uh, has a couple great quotes. Uh, Before I read the one that I had in mind for this episode right now, uh, I'm I'm just, speaking of him, reminded of another one of his quotes. Education is not... The filling of a pail. It is the lighting of a fire. Quote unquote. That speaks directly to the John Dewey uh, school system that I have criticized in previous shows. You want to just memorize a bunch of stuff and then data dump it afterwards and then never use it in your actual life? <laughs> You might need some self-education, people. You might need to light a fire within you. Because what have I said a million times? Some of you get it. Some of you don't. That's why I'm going to keep saying it. If you want to know the truth, people, you got to look inwardly. William Butler Yeats, people. It takes more courage (laughs) to dig deep in the dark corners of your own soul and the back alleys of your society than it does for a soldier to fight on the battlefield. It takes more courage courage to dig deep in the dark corners of your own soul, your own mind, the back alleys of your own society. It takes more courage to look look and dig deep into the dark corners of your own soul and your own mind in the back alleys of your society, than it does for a soldier to fight on the battlefield. And, people, it is a choice. I haven't fought on a battlefield, but I did serve in the military. And I will agree with Mr. William Butler Yeats on this point. It takes more courage to self-reflect. It takes more courage to... Understand and recognize the need for your humility. And a lot of you have never been humbled. A lot of you have never been punched in the face. A lot of you have never been mocked, ridiculed. You know, a lot of you, I'm sorry. A lot of you have never been mocked and ridiculed so much so To the point where it doesn't even phase you anymore. You can just look right past it. You don't even hear it. It doesn't affect you. It's just words. I'm not scared of words, people. I'm scared of actions. If you want to know the truth about someone, if you want to know the truth about yourself, I I keep saying you got to look inwardly. Why do I keep saying that? Because you know when you're being a good person. You know when you're being a bad person. And it all comes down to choices. What kind of person do you want to be in this new world? It's a choice between fear and love. I highly... Recommend that each and every one of us learn how to live in love and not fear. It's easy, very, very easy to live in fear. But all it takes to live in love, my fellow Americans, is a choice. And I hate that I'm going to quote Ryan Reynolds, of all people, right now. Although he is a hell of an entrepreneur, I must say. He once said, people, happiness, happiness is a choice. Did you know that? I completely agree with Ryan Reynolds. Happiness is a choice, he said. And then he said, And it's a shame more people don't choose it. My fellow Americans, Life is a choose-your-own-adventure book. And I don't know, maybe I'm aging myself. I don't know if a lot of you understand uh, or know what a choose your own adventure book is. But it was an awesome book that I used to read all the time back in the day when I was younger. Where you read a story and then the story got to a point where you got to choose the plot that was to continue. Do you want... So-and-so in the story to do this, or do you want this and that from the story to happen and do this? And you got to choose. And then if you chose A or if you chose B, then it said, okay, well, then move to page whatever. And then you you thumbed forward to page whatever. And you continued the story that you chose. The story that you chose. Chose to follow, to listen to, to continue reading. And maybe, just maybe, something that story you're reading, maybe it was something that you believe in. Maybe it was something that you love. You know how you live in love instead of fear? My fellow Americans, you choose things in your life that bring you joy and happiness. And you do it courageously. You make the conscious decision. Instead of being scared that you're going to insult somebody, by just doing what you wanted to do. It takes courage. And courage can be just getting pissed off at somebody that just drains the energy out of you, right? We all have those friends. We all, we all have those family members in our lives. That just as soon as you enter the room with them, the energy changes, the vibe changes, and the joy is just sucked right out of you, right? We all have those people in our lives. And some of us courageously continue to attempt to participate in those relationships. And some of us say, fuck it. And we walk because it's healthy or healthier for us to be courageous enough to have weighed the pros and cons of a situation and made the decision to walk away courageously. People, if you want to live a full life in this world where you can make fruitful use of Of your freedom. In the words of Eric Fromm. You're going to have to develop yourself. Most importantly. Your capacity. For love. Eric Fromm said it. Bill Hicks said it. John Lennon. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, John Kennedy, yada, 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 etc, etc, etc. There are people that came before us that tried to tell us, that tried to warn us. And you know, you don't got to be a religious person, To understand spirit and to understand realms beyond the realm that your five or six senses dwell in. Does your enemy have information that you don't have? Remember, I'm going to bring it back to that because it's the same argument. It's the same argument idea, it's the same concept. Are you demonizing a people that you probably should be learning from? You know what I'm saying? Do you know how much do you know how much that we stole from the Native Americans? the white Anglo-Saxon Protestants? with their guns, germs, and steel when they landed in this new world? (laughs) Do you know how much is borrowed? Do you know how much is stolen? Do you know how much is fabricated? Do you know who writes the history books? The victors, right? And there's a lot to be learned about the study and the research of the old world and what really happened in our past. Is the history that we are told and that we are given accurate, real, or is it? A fiction agreed upon. Remember that from a previous podcast of mine, people? Am I making sense to you? Are you able to put it together? Am I helping you be able to put it all together? I really hope so. And I'm not alone. There are many, many, many people out there that are talking and thinking and researching the same stuff. And I'm going to give a shout out right now to Matt from the Great Deception Podcast. Recently, he did a show called Dismantling His Story with Old Scary Randy and Casey from Golden Gate Star Fork Command. And it is... I le- people I learned so much from that episode just being a passive observer that I can't I can't sing its praises enough. There are people out there that are really getting down to the historical archaeological historical roots of everything that we and our ancestors have been told about who we are and where we came from. People are getting closer and closer and closer to the truth every single day. And those people are, podca- are podcasting. <laughs> Alternative media. You got to get away from the PR wire And the AP wire. And the mainstream media. The mainstream corporate. Big five. Conglomerate. Blackstone. Vanguard. Owned. Media. That does not exist for the purpose of giving you objective reality and absolute truth. Their job is is to satisfy their funders, their shareholders. People, you know I love capitalism, but I don't love crony capitalism. I don't love the revolving door. I don't love the relationship of big business in bed with big government. Fascism. Corporatism. Mussolini tried to tell you, tried to define what fascism meant for you. I and many like me have tried to explain and define what communism means, what collectivism means. And I have even begun to scratch the surface. This is a very dramatic show for me because I believe in courage. I believe in fighting. I believe in being a part of something bigger than myself. People, thank you for listening. This was a heartfelt show for me. I hope I didn't turn you away from me. I hope I didn't turn you off from me. I hope you enjoyed the content. And I hope you are coming along on this ride with me. Is it fantasy? Is it reality? Who fucking knows? (laughs) But one thing I do know, people, is that it's time. To play. <laughs> Woo! Some punk rock. All right, people, welcome back. It is punk rock time, but really quick. I wanted to throw this in at the end here. Uh, I just found this clip uh, from Tim Poole uh, talking about journalists. And he has a pretty hot take that themes up with the show today. So I wanted to share this. Take a listen to Tim Poole
1: on journalists. I want, I want to make sure everybody understands this. There is no way you can talk to a journalist. You are not smarter than them. They have a plan. They know what they're doing. You will not go on The Daily Show. You will not go on Jim Jeffries. You will not go on John Oliver. You think you're smart. You think if I explain my positions, he, I'll tell you some of the tricks they do. First of all, when it comes to these comedy news shows, they'll just manipulate what you yes. said because they're allowed to do it because it's a comedy show. Easy. But let's say you tell a journalist something explicitly like, I reject and refuse. the. Uh, I, I completely reject racism it is completely wrong, and I, op- I oppose these racist organizations. Instead of quoting you, if they want to get a narrative, they will say, when asked about their racist ties, they became belligerent. Huh. Right. right. And you'll be like, but I told them I... Ob-. They don't have to put that in there. They can just say, they became outraged and belligerent. I-, I-, I believe it was because they were truly racist, and they won't tell the world what you said. Yeah, there it is, people. Uh, makes a lot of sense
0: to me. I've been trying to tell you that for a long time now. These journalists are activists. They have an agenda. Don't talk to journalists, people, about anything. And if you do, you better vet that person. You better have a pretty good idea of what their intentions are. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, duh. Duh. I'm just, people, I'm just trying to look out for you. It's a brave new world out there. People are coming up with new ways to be piece of shit human beings every single day. Do you want to be ahead or do you want to be behind? Do you want to lead or do you want to follow? Do you want to persevere and innovate And become an entrepreneur. Maybe start your own business. Maybe create your own operation. Maybe those dreams are dead. Maybe. Is the American dream dead, my fellow Americans? You guys know how I feel. I think it's time we start asking ourselves. Maybe go look in a mirror and ask yourself, what am I doing? What is my role on this planet? What is my purpose? Am I living in love or am I living in fear? My fellow Americans... I really hope we all find the courage to locate ourselves in this world. And the only way you find peace and love and harmony within yourself is to courageously look inwardly. It's you against you. You are your only enemy. And the sooner we all learn that, the better this country and this world is going to be. People, thank you for listening. Let's rock out. It's time to play some punk rock.
1: definition of a scientist, a man who understood nothing until there was nothing left to understand.
0: that is by a band called False Alliance and I've been talking to Bo from the band and I love this track and I really love the lyrics too I'm going to read the lyrics to you right now Uh, these guys are awake, engaged, connected on their quest and you're going to see why right here, here we go On June the 3rd, 1994, the power was granted, but what was it for? Education, health, and communications. Personal freedom. Now FEMA stands tall and some can't see the true nature of bureaucracy. JFK proceeds From 62, victory. (laughs) Since 1994, Clinton opened the doors to exaggerate disaster. Every superpower controls its primary enemy, its own population, by terrifying it with quite With the quite real crimes of another. American culture began to fall. When colored people started to populate. The CIA drug war is cracking down. Discriminate. This order holds power. That's hard to see. Our nation is awake and listening. Who really has the final word? Not elected. (laughs) Pop quiz people, what are they talking about in this song? I'm not going to tell you. Go look it up. (laughs) It's homework for you. And that song is called the, I'm sorry, Bonfire of the Constitution. And that was put out by Felony Records. Uh, I think it's um, it's a split CD, uh, combo CD that they did with the band Chaser. And I love the band Chaser. And I don't know anybody from the band Chaser. So, hey guys, in False Alliance, if Chaser wants me to talk about them or play their music on my show, <laughs> connect us. I love their band just as much as I love you guys. You guys guys are awesome. Thank you for letting us uh, feature your music on the show today. Go pick up the False Alliance and Chaser split CD combo. Uh, I like like the uh, marketing guys from False Alliance, the dollar bill. On the front that says False Alliance note, United States of Deception. (laughs) with the interesting photo. I love it. Go check out False Alliance, people. That was their song, Bonfire of the Constitution. And I love that track. Uh, Before I leave you guys today, uh, that piece I read to you, The Illusion of Freedom from Henry Miller, uh, in the previous segment, I wanted to introduce Henry Miller to you guys, um, because when I looked him up and got a little background on the guy, I was quite interested in his background, so here we go. Henry Valentine Miller, born December 26, 1891, died June 7, 1980, was an American novelist he broke with existing literary forms and developed a new type of semi-autobiographical novel that blended character study, social criticism, philosophical reflection, streams of consciousness, explicit language, sex, surrealist free association, and mysticism. His most characteristic works Of this kind are Tropic of Cancer, Black Spring, Tropic of Capricorn, and the trilogy, The Rosy Crucifixion. The Rosy Crucian, maybe, even. Which are based on his experiences in New York and Paris, all of which were banned in the United States. Until 1961. Isn't that interesting? This guy's work was banned in the United States. Until 1961. He also wrote travel memoirs and literary criticism. And painted watercolors. And I want to read a little bit about his banned works. No wonder he's a a poetic outlaw. The publication of Miller's Tropic of Cancer in the United States in 1961 by Grove Press led to a series of obscenity trials that tested American laws on pornography. The U.S. Supreme Court in Grove Press Incorporated v. Gerstein- citing the Jacobellis v. Ohio case, which was decided the same day in 1964, overruled the state court findings of obscenity and declared the book a work of literature. It was one of the notable events in what has come to be known as the sexual revolution. Elmer Gertz, the lawyer who successfully argued the initial case for the novel's publication in Illinois, became Miller's lifelong friend. A volume of their correspondence has been published as well. Following the trial in 1964 through 65, Miller's other books, which had also been banned in the United States, were published by Grove Press. Black Spring, Tropic of Capricorn, Tropic of Cancer... Quiet Days in Clitchy, Sexus, Plexus, and Nexus. (laughs) Excerpts uh, from some of these banned books were first published in the United States by New Directions in the Henry Miller Reader from 1959. So, I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you guys. That's the guy that wrote... That very interesting, thought-provoking piece entitled The Illusion of Freedom that I read to you in the previous segment. People, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Buy a t-shirt. Donate to the show. Read the show notes. Think I'm on episode four. It's a slow, arduous process but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Send me an email. andrew for america 1984 at gmail.com Go check me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gab, Rumble, MeWe, Odyssey, Bitshoot, YouTube. I think that's it at the moment. Anchor. Uh, I'm on Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Overcast, CastBox, Radio Public, and some others. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been... Episode 95 of the Politics and Bone Rock podcast.